Transition Awareness Breathing. Feeling grounded for both children and parents is essential for healthy living and learning. Join Eartha Powell on this series for tips and tools for creating a harmonious environment for learning. Transition Awareness Breathing will help you and your child find an individualized path to tackle change, promote lifelong learning, and discover new approaches to calmness. Hi. I want to share a great experience. Yesterday, I was in my garden. And where I live here in a sunny, warm spot is is something to to brag about because our weather can get so hot. You know, it's not like the hot where it's uncomfortable hot, but you can just kind of fan yourself. No, it gets hot, hot where you can't escape. And so being in the garden yesterday, the temperature was around 80, maybe high 70s. The cloud cover was heavy, a little gray, not too low, and it was so pleasant. So I decided this is a great day to plant the vegetables. And as I was planting these vegetables, I realized my thought had gone right in to mindfulness and awareness. And I, I wish you were there. I wish I had all my students all around me and we could do this together. So I invite you to join me in your imagination. Maybe go outside with the podcast <laughs> to your garden spot. And if you don't have a garden spot, oh, maybe you have some plants in the house or something like that. And if you don't have that, that's okay. Let's use our imagination. Today, I would like to talk to you about mindful gardening. We're going to get our hands wet a little bit today. Thank you for joining me in Transition Awareness Breathing Podcast. This is Eartha. And I would like to thank Web Talk Radio for allowing me to bring Transition Awareness Breathing to you. And to my producers, Mary Lou and Sam, thank you for making Transition Awareness Breathing Podcast available to my listeners wherever they go. Now, let's get gardening. I wouldn't consider myself a professional gardener. I enjoy gardening as a hobby, and I like to see the process of things growing. I'm not like my grandmother. My grandmother, she lived in the um, southeast part of the United States, and her garden, quote, garden, unquote, 
was a couple of acres.、Um, she had all kinds of things growing in that garden, and when we would talk to her over the phone, long distance, she would tell us about this garden: corn, beans, tomatoes, a variety of greens. Watermelon, cantaloupe. It was like listening to her talk about the vegetable and fruit section in a grocery store, and I could just envision her in the grocery store, walking up and down the aisles. Yeah, I was small, and I didn't really have an idea of what kind of garden she had because we were. Little and we're talking long distance. We lived up north, and she was down south. Until one summer, my parents sent my brother and I down to stay with her for a summer. And not only did she have this garden,、uh, my grandparents—they were farmers, and they grew. Tobacco, acres and acres and acres of tobacco, and to this day I could smell the aroma of those tobacco plants. I could smell it. It's, it's a memory, and I don't know if it's such a memory because of the plants, or if it's a memory because of the process of spending the time. With my grandparents and seeing how the tobacco was processed from being plants in the ground to wrapping them and storing them in smokehouses and taking them off to auction, I do remember the process, and I must be very clear and honest:、uh, it was very hard work. And I can't say that my brother and I were very happy about it, but we felt like we were being helpful. You know, my grandparents were getting old, and so my mother and my father sent us down to help, and that was the mission—to help out our grandparents. And so, during that process, we were gifted. With the gift of time to spend with our grandparents, and so, with that experience, and my little gardening experience, sometimes when I'm in my backyard garden, I get a flashback, so to speak, of touching the soil and smelling the soil, and planting these. Little plants in the, the the soil and caring and nurturing them, and watching them bloom and bear fruit. And back in those days, no one was speaking about mindfulness, to my recollection. I was little. If they were talking about mindfulness, I didn't pay any attention. But I would like to share. Just one aspect of of this gardening experience. When I got these plants, I went into 
the clearance section of um, the gardening store. I think it was like Lowe's or something. You know, this, that part where they have all the plants that's been damaged because of whatever. I like to go back there and see what they have and see what kind of bargains. And I got some marigolds and some other plants and I thought, you know, these plants, these little flowers, they, I think they can make it. They just need another chance. And I got them home, watered them, checked the soil. At first their soil was very dry and it, a lot of um, dead leaves. And so I plucked all the dead leaves off and watered the, the plant inside of its pot. And I let them stay out in the garden area for a day or two. As they were sitting there and getting used to their environment, I got the soil ready. I got my little gardening tools and turned the soil over and plucked out all the weeds and things like that. And then one by one, I started to put the plants in the dirt in the garden. And now those little plants have a second chance. And some of them are going to have to work really hard because they were really, really dry and maybe on the verge of no return. But most of them are green and you would never know they were in the clearance section. When we practice mindfulness and awareness, sometimes we have some things that we experience and it causes us to become dry, hard, and brittle. And when we are aware of our dryness, we have to visit to recognize we need a little time. We need to give ourselves a little, a little care, a little nurturing, and some positive words and positive thoughts that I'm going to give myself another chance. And so we prepare our soil. Maybe we have to change some lifestyle changes. Maybe we have to change some sleep habit changes. Instead of staying up so late, going to um, bed or resting a little bit earlier, maybe our diet needs to be changed. Maybe things that we watch needs to be changed. I reflect on the story my son gave during my 100th episode, and he talked about his story about the blueberries and strawberries. Thinking 
positive and speaking positive is so influential in our thought process. It's so, it is, it is so strong that it can really change our outlook in the same perspective. Keeping rotten negative thoughts also can make a change in our thought process and it prevents us from sprouting new growth. This is one thing that I'm covering with my students every week as I meet with them. The effect of positivity in our actions and in our words. Plant some positive thoughts. Plant some positive actions in your day. Smile at yourself in the, in the mirror. Wake up and say it's a great day. Find something good about waking up in the morning. I'm not a morning person. It has taken me a long time to even get there. I'm still not a morning person, but I have witnessed a change. When I wake up, I am thankful, and I work hard at thinking about one positive thing. You know, you got 24 hours. 24 hours. Everyone has the same amount of time. And so thinking positive can make that time positive and productive. When we spend so much time paying attention to the the weeds in the garden, and we see so much dry dirt in the garden, that's all we're focused on is the weeds and the dry dirt. It prevents us from recognizing the plants that are given a second chance. In addition, and in closing, when we are planting new plants, these little plants in our garden, keep our expectation realistic. Would you go out and plant a plant, a little plant or a seed in the garden and expect a, a full vine of tomatoes next week or a full bush of string beans next week and then be disappointed because you know the vegetables didn't come in you know seven days like the and they're not looking like the picture sometimes I think we set ourselves up with false expectations we look at the packages and we say to ourselves I want my my things, my vegetables look just like this. And the, the picture is just an idea. Everyone's soil is different. Everybody's temperature is different. And the rain is different. The moisture is different. So the fruit is not going to look exactly like the picture. 
and it needs to be nurtured in the ground and the dirt needs nutrients. And so do we. Our experiences are different. We are uh, brought up in different parts of the world. And so our expectations sometimes may be a little unrealistic. Remember, take care of your garden. Keep your expectations realistic. And start your day looking at the beauty of your garden, the beauty in yourself. And you know what? Before long, you'll be mindfully looking at your garden and enjoying the fresh vegetables and fruit. And then you can share, share the vegetables, share the fruit. And those around you will share. And it just, it'll just multiply. So enjoy your gardening experience. I look forward to talking to you again next time. Have a great day. Be sure and pick up a copy of Eartha's new book, Tab Mindfulness, Awareness and Coloring Activities in a Pandemic World. It's not just an ordinary coloring book. It features 23 illustrations to stimulate thought, relaxation, and creativity for anyone between the ages of 4 and 94. Increase your positive self-talk energy. Unlock new creative paths. Transform your time once or twice a week to create beautiful art while strengthening confidence, building positive self-talk, and sensitize self-awareness. Tab Mindfulness, awareness and coloring activities in a pandemic world. It's available now at Amazon.com.